This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different musician each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Marcus Gordon, who goes by the name Spookyland. And he's got a new single out called Moonlight, which sounds like this. He's also got some other singles that he's released previously, as well as an EP and an album which he released a few years back. And he's also got a new album coming out this year on June 12th, so watch out for that one. But let's just jump straight into the chat with Marcus. So we have Marcus Gordon with us, also known as Spooky Land. How are you doing today, Marcus? Doing really well, thanks. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. I guess we'll start by talking about your your new single, Moonlight, which um, was released in March, so about a month ago. Yep. Really cool tune. Really dig it, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Something I saw in a video you were talking about on your Facebook is you're saying you don't know how to feel about the new music. I was just wondering what it is about the new music that you don't know what to feel about. Part of the reason is that these songs, so we put our first album out in 2016 and I kind of went straight into recording this one. But because of like uh, money issues, it just took years to like get it together. And by the time I'd actually finished it, like late last year, I like I put it on one time when I was a bit out of it and I was like I I don't know what the hell I've actually like I don't even know anymore like right. those things yeah maybe it's cuz it's just been so long but um I don't think it's definitely not for everyone it's a very um okay psychological album right like yeah lots of going into the unconscious and trying to wrestle with demons and I I don't know but we'll see I I mean I th- I obviously made it, so, you know, I've got to stand by it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, I, it's definitely um, a bit different to, like, the album and the EP before that, mm. I guess, perhaps sonically not as heavy. Mm. But, yeah, still still a really cool cool vibe, man. I was just trying to kind of understand from kind of doing reading on you. Was um, Did Spooky Land it started as a full band and turned into a solo project? Is that right? <laughs> Uh, it's a bit confusing. We were I, I was alone for a number of years and then a band sort of formed around it and we did mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff together and um, we kind of hit a point where I was really obsessive about going in a certain direction and everyone else, we were very much, we could do our thing, which was, uh, you know, a bit heavier and uh, we just hit a point where there was probably too many differences so I decided at least for this album, that I would try and just do it exactly how I 
kind of mm-hmm. heard it in my head. The cool thing about a heavy rock and roll band is that like you can do that, but it becomes its own thing and it's hard it's hard to control at a certain point. Sure. Um, yeah. So you also, with this one, you still did have a, a band, the Tambourine Girls, is that right? Yeah, so I, I demoed. It's the first time I've ever actually demoed songs where I do all the drums, synths and basses and, and try and like actually arrange the song before the fact. And it got to the point where I just needed to work with people who I really trusted and thought could just elevate what I'd done to a much brighter place. And I've always loved that band. They're my absolute favourite Sydney band. Okay. So. It was amazing to work with them. They're just like we had one rehearsal and then just recorded the whole thing. They're just so onto it. Yeah, so it was great, great experience working with them. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, you can have obviously like the the players you you had in your band before. Um, just listening to the album, they're great players, but maybe it's just not the same vibe that you want, and it's just such a hard thing to thing to find, I guess. And it's cool that you kind of found it in the tambourine girls yeah i think it's a different relationship like when you're a band and you're like you're all in equal mm-hmm. you kind of have to do everything equally creative decisions and all right. that yeah sure and then when you're you're paying a bunch of people and saying look i love what you do can you come in and do what i've done better it's just right. a different sort of relationship for these songs i just needed that at that stage Cool. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned to me before we went on that you're, this is all going on, to, uh, well, this song's going on an album um, that yeah. will be released later in the year. Yeah. What can you tell us about that album at the moment? Well, it's called Adam Shivering. Adam is in the primordial first man. And yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a mix, lots of long songs and very much light on choruses and just long poems set to droney synths and stuff like that. It's I right. think it, it's probably closest to a shoegaze record if I had to kind of position it somewhere. But, um, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think um, it's the first time I finally feel like I've done something that's like what exactly what I want to be doing in terms of like mm-hmm. artistically because I don't really consider myself – a musician i'm much more interested in the writing lyrics and what words mean and all this stuff and i get kind of wrapped up in that so it's been a long process trying to find what that balance is between something that's still musical but also is kind of getting the poems across in a way that i like kind of considering yourself more that writer as in kind of words i suppose what was it that made you go towards a musical direction rather than, I don't know, just like kind of standard poetry or something like yeah. that? Yeah. I mean, I always had an instinct to sing since I was a little kid, like plug microphones into guitar amps and make lots of awful noises. And I don't know, it's always been this thing where they're a bit of both, but I found the older I get, the less interested I am in the guitar and singing and the more interested I am in just writing and getting the words right. Like for this album, all the words were written before I'd even touched a guitar and I had to try and somehow fit what I'd written into like Moonlight, the song that came out was a poem. And I just, I think I had like five different chord progressions and it took 
forever to find, you know, a little musical seat for the words to sit on. Um, so it was a very different process. It was like going backwards a little bit into the music. But yeah, I mean, it, it took a lot longer as a result, I think, to get get to a place where I was happy. Right. And yeah, so was that kind of a common problem you had with a lot of the songs using that kind of writing method that it would take a while to find the right chords? Yeah. And also you just like you write so many songs, you you write all these words and then you write a song to it and you realize that can't possibly be a song. Like you might like your little piece of writing, but it's just a dog shit piece of music. Um, So it's like striking that balance between how self-indulgent can you possibly be before like you're just, this isn't even music anymore, this is just wank so maybe it still is wank i don't know i've i haven't really shared it with many people but we'll see right gotta have a bit of wank sometimes oh yeah love it it's my saying in life actually one of the songs um i think it's the one you released last year outside beauty that was kind of a bit more spoken word yeah i think that was a nice um because the album was that was basically finished at that point and I just wanted to put something out that signalled a little bit of where things were going. I mean, there is is a spoken word piece on the album, but it's still music. Like that's very much a spoken word piece, but it's still singing guitar, drums. It's um, a four-piece band basically the whole way through. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So something else that I think is kind of new with these ones, as far as like what my reading has been, you've been working with your brother as well. Yeah. So I've been working with Liam. He was he played guitar in the Spooky Land band that kind of ran for the last five years before we kind of went silent. The difference was on this record is he played synthesizer and soundscapes and had a more production mm-hmm. role in it. Sure. So for us, it was it was really cool because he's so talented at that sort of stuff. So to take mm-hmm. him out of the kind of burden of just being a lead guitar player and actually having more involved in the in the sound, um, yeah. So that was yeah really exciting to do. I hope you're enjoying the chat so far, just breaking it up as always to let you know if you wanted to check out Spooky Land's music, you can head to Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you stream music or wherever you buy music, you'll find it there. And go ahead and check out his socials as well, Instagram, Facebook. I'll leave all the links to his socials in the description of the episode. And with that, I'll leave the links to my socials for Life on Music and you can check that out as well if you feel like it. And if you are enjoying the episode, you can follow and subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But let's jump back into the chat with Marcus. Have you thought about shows around this album? I'm in two minds about it. Part of it is because, like, some of these songs were recorded in 2017 I don't even know mm-hmm. the chords to them anymore. I'm not even sure right. if I could still sing them. The thing about the voice is if you don't use it in certain ways, you kind of lose it. Yeah. So I need to do a lot of digging deep to kind of get healthy. I haven't gigged since about 2016. I've been right. pretty much in a just hiding away and writing. Um, I'd really love to, 
but if we did, it would be just like one show, I think, and right. maybe around the time it comes out. So I, I still haven't decided. I think it would be exciting to do one with that band because they're a great band, the Tangerine Girls, but we'll see. Yeah, it's a, it's a mystery at this point. And <laughs> I don't know if you thought about what the show would look like or sound like in terms of would you mix the older songs with the newer songs? now that you kind of got this a newer style, I suppose? Yeah, I, w- I would like to do a selection of older songs. I'd have to select them carefully so they could cross over between the new stuff. But I think it would be exciting as well to kind of reinterpret some of the old songs, like not pretend to be doing it how they used to be done. Right. Like, no one can do it but that band. Like there was such a... Yeah. <laughs> crazy band so yeah i i would definitely want to bring certain old ones in but yeah i don't know sounds like a lot of work and i'm very lazy at this <laughs> yeah i can i can appreciate that yeah the new album's not out yet but have you had any thoughts about what's what's next for spooky land oh, it's a, we're in an interesting position because we kind of were favored by the music industry for a little while and had mm-hmm you know, a big team behind us and got to do a bunch of cool things. But we kind of, with a band, everyone thought would make make it at some point, and we didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of like a you have to really pedal back and go, okay, well, it's not going to be the same this time. You're not going to have all these glorious opportunities because you didn't have any hits or anything. Um, so, right. yeah, it's like for me – working out a healthy way to just keep making art like put out this album in a reasonable way i'm not gonna can i can i say curse words on this podcast i forgot to ask oh please please do please do keep fuck is at the tip of my tongue but i yeah i have no fucking idea you know what kind of reaction there will be it'll probably be Mm. a very humble little drop in a pond so i think for me i just need to find a healthy way because i absolutely love making music to continue doing it and not not worry too much about playing the game i think i'm done with the game Mm -hmm. yeah but definitely make more i've got like a whole other album ready to record okay yeah so i i'll just keep plotting away and See what happens. And that even newer album, is that kind of in a similar vein to Adam Shivering coming out this year or is it a bit of a different vibe? I want – the difference is I want to do the next record. I don't want to sing on it. So okay. I've, I've started – I've written all these songs and I want to find – what I'm interested in doing is finding musicians that I really love, singers especially, and, and maybe not even playing, just writing the songs and assembling a great team of people, like a good session band, a good producer, and just right. basically directing a record of my songs just with other people doing it. I, I feel it's always something I've really wanted to do. I'm not like a great singer and – I, I do what I can, but I would love to have great singers do my songs and, and girl singers. I always feel like girls would really suit my songs, female vocals. So I, I think that's probably what I'll do next, but who knows? Like it might be a total logistical nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a definitely a really, really cool concept. I can't trying to think. I can't really think of anything like that that I've heard. Yeah, it's definitely cool. But also, I do happen to, one of the things that stood out to me when first listening to you was your voice. It kind of reminded me, I don't know if you know him, a singer called Tallest Man on Earth. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I've, I've heard that one before. Yeah, it has a, has a similar vibe. He's like, 
like super folky mm. just kind of reminded me of that in a more of a rock style i suppose yeah so yeah just thought i'd let you know that i do happen to think you have a good voice oh that's nice i um, mean it's just it's a thing where it's like you feel like there's certain places i want to reach with a song and i just feel like i'm limited right uh in my range sure it would be fun to just get someone who could just fucking yeah absolutely no, i get that yeah <laughs> do it yeah yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah, sweet. Well, it's been been good chatting today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you to Marcus for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Spooky Lands Music wherever you buy or stream music and go check out his socials as well along with the socials for Life on Music which I'll leave in the description of the episode. And if you did enjoy the episode, feel free to follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.